Well, good morning. It's 536. And yes, we are here. One million percent live. Uh, it's Monday, January 20th. It is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. National holiday, federal holiday, a lot of businesses, federal federal places, banks, post office, they're all closed. Um, some schools closed as well. We are pleased if you're doing your morning today to uh, to be hanging out with us. We're glad you're here. Um, there's an extra person here today, and not not Janet Amid being early, but Janet will join us later on today after eight o'clock for free astrological readings. We've got a panel full of ladies at seven thirty, and which child causes you more concern after seven o'clock? And since it is a Monday, Monday's manic music mix will happen in uh, I don't know a little over a half an hour from now. To be a part of the show, four one nine two four zero one zero five five four one nine two four zero one zero five five. Good morning. It's five thirty seven. It's Eric Chase and the one and only Floyd. Hi. Hello. Also here with us today, kind of like Friday, back-to-back days with our good friend Bethany from TSA. Hi. Hi, guys. Which threw me off this morning. She's like, do you guys want coffee? I was like, it's not Friday. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? I couldn't sleep. I had nothing better to do. You should ask me about my Saturday. Hey, let's talk about, uh, no, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Saturday, so like weather related or otherwise? No, Friday was more weather related than Saturday. Saturday, I was the drunkest I've ever been in my life. Stop it. Really? Oh, true story. And, 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 because I'm funny, drunk story, I caught an Uber while waiting in my car for the Uber. The Uber's like, That's... I'm here. I said, hold on, let me get out my car. So I got out my car. You're just being responsible. You're not <laughs> going to drive your car. And God bless my Uber driver. I forgot who your name was. However, wait. Get, start at the beginning here. I was drunk. I got drunk. There's uh, nothing to start at the beginning. Like start at the beginning of like how did this become more of a drunken night than any other? Was oh, there- because I was. I drank everything in sight. I was like, I don't know what had happened. I drank so much. I was gone. Wow. Like gone. So I got in my car. Called my Uber. <laughs> He was like, Mr. Ensign, I'm here. I said, okay, let me get out of my car. He was like, huh? I was like, I'm in my car. I didn't feel like waiting in the bar. So I got in the car, shut the door, sit down. He's like, you're not going to be sick, right? He said, I'm not that type of drunk. So then we get to my house. I go, he goes, what? I go, I left something at the bar. He's like, what? I go, I think I left my car at the bar. He was like, yes, yes, you did. I go, thank you. And it wow. stumbled upstairs, <laughs> called my mom, and apparently mid conversation passed out on the couch. What time did you? What time did you call her at? At like one thirty in the morning, right after the show, right after the show. And then woke up at eleven, like nothing happened, and went to go clean my dressing room, and I felt fine. I think I left something at the bar. What my car my is, is going to be? I think gonna, you did. Think that's going to be an all time line. Do you, <laughs> So I have to ask you, poor guy. I've kind of acquired a taste for the black cherry white claw. Mm-hmm. What are What are you drinking now that we're away from white claw time of year? So I've made something that we call at the bar. We call it the Delatero, which is my stage last name, Deja Delatero. It is cucumber vodka with grapefruit white claw, and it is a crisp summer delicious treat. And you're still with it now in the middle of winter? Absolutely. Three of those, and Mama was gone, and those last shots Three? of Fireball. I was gone. And how many? Well, fire- you got to keep in mind, that's also vodka on top of like the 5 or 4.5% alcohol in a can of White Claw. But you know my first love is Bon & Viv, but White Claw is the only one at the bar, so 
So she, three, she's my mistress. So three of those and fireball shots, and that mm-hmm. was it. And then I did Jameson too. <laughs> oh my god! I was very responsible, and I called my mom. I said, "I'm home," and she goes, "Okay." I was like, "I felt like I need to tell you." She goes, "You never told me you left." I go, "Oh, I left early, then I got home," and she goes, "Floyd, take your ass to bed." I go, "Okay." Just on the couch. There's one time, one time, <laughs> one time, I had to call my dad to come pick me up from a bar because I was like that. Mm. I couldn't, st- and I. It was the most shame I've ever felt in my life. It was. I. I. I and I. A lot of more stuff went down that it was just. We're we're all years. I, no, I just I don't know what it was. It was just one of those situations that I was. Friday was Friday was conscious. I was like, that's gonna be heavy. Driving home Friday was a hot cuss word mess. Downtown was a mess. And mm-hmm. the people driving, I don't know what it is. I, you can't even tell if they were drunk or just swerving because of snow. They yeah. were Downtown was packed on Friday because that's something about Northwest Ohio. We don't care if it's a blizzard, tornado, or if a volcano randomly erupts in our backyard. We're going out. So downtown was not affected by the weather. However, getting home, it was a... A hot mess. Like, yeah, that was the teeth of it. It was a mess. I remember driving home, I was just like, first off, I shouldn't be driving because like the roads weren't clear. And I have like this little mom mobile car swerving from one side. But people were they weren't they don't take anyone's life into consideration, let alone their own. Like people were just doing donuts and and just a hot mess. It's Friday night downtown. And so I think I plow the roads. Yeah, so I think I made up for it on Saturday. Was that between uh, George's and you getting home, people were acting like yes, that? Yes, it was, because I stayed a little later Friday night. Like what spots in some of the parking um, lots and whatnot not in Uptown? I would say between, I would actually say right between Mano's and George's, like next to Wesley's. There's some open lots. They were just not, they were just driving recklessly, like right. peeling out of the like, I guess if they think in their head, there's snow, I guess if I impact it real quickly, it won't affect me, but like they were just driving like effing fools. You do that on the regular. But no, like, it was more amped up because, like, I drive cautious in the snow, but, like, as I'm going, like, my normal drive home is, like, 90 seconds. I count all the time. It's literally a minute and a half. But, like, it took me, like, maybe two, three minutes to get home. These people were just being reckless and ignorant. It was so, it was so obnoxious. I'm glad you made it safely. I did. I mean, I don't live that far, but I'm just saying, like, for those, I'm I'm lucky. I live down the street from the places where I hang out. However, I'm sure these people were driving to like Sylvania, Perrysburg, or like maybe even Alexis Road. Like that's a journey's away. Like it took me double the time to get home, let alone I'm thinking the way you're driving downtown and hitting those outskirts. It was just be more cautious in the weather. Again, I was drunk on Saturday. Fun story, me. Bethany, how was <laughs> how was your weekend? Did the the, the snow the, the storm impact any of your uh, your doings? You had to get Not to Port Wayne. I did. Did you wait like I suggested, or no. did you go at the at the time you had planned? No, we left at like nine thirty, and it was fine. It was totally fine. It was so icky from Friday it really night wasn't, into Saturday. Well, for me, it is okay. But then again, anything below. 40, and we've been very blessed this winter so far. But you made it to and from? Yeah, and the in- was good. Any good in-law drama? No. No. I love my in-laws. They're, they're great. The best part is the eight dogs. There's two puppies right now. Actually, well, two and a half, because Carla, who is a um, German Shepherd and a Blue Healer, I think, she's eight months old. And then there's a little puppy Shih Tzu and a puppy... Um, 
Uh, Spaniel. So yeah, that was fun. And then yesterday was Songs for Our Sister, and it was really, really good. The kids are so good. And Ramona Collins? Yeah. Always the best? We love Ramona. Uh, it's 544 with the Morning Reboot on Q105. Brought to you this morning by Bon and Viv. Uh, we've got the Manic Music Mix about a half an hour away here on Q105. Good morning. You promised the world enough. 551, the morning reboot on Q105. We are live this morning, and later on today, we will be joined by our friend Janet Amid. That's after 8 o'clock today to get a free astrological reading to win some money from Paco's. Text the word PICKLES, P-I-C-K-L-E-S, to 55678. PICKLES to 55678. There's more on our website to find out about that. To get with us this morning... Text us. Let us know that you're up and going as we are. 419-240-1055. I'm always curious as to who's working today, who's going to school, and who is not. Bethany, you're off today. No TSA? No TSA. School's closed, right? Yes. Is all TP all TPS is closed. I believe mm-hmm. all schools are off today. Yeah. And you decided to wake up early and come hang out with this 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 yeah. creepy duo? I have to be a practice at 945 anyway. So. Practice for what? St. Ursula. But that, that could have been like an extra... Well, we're glad you're here. <laughs> Thanks. And you and Floyd can tag team Monday's Manic Music Mix. Okay. In fact, Floyd, you're going to stick it all in her lap. <laughs> I am going to stick it all on you. <laughs> oh, wow. Beyonce's on vacation. It's my day. It is your day. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it's not the biggest thing, but I don't have I don't have a real snow shovel or salt. Floyd, do you have to take care of anything outside your apartment or it, get, nope. it gets done? I would never own a house. Um, I've been spoiled I have with five. Apartments. Do you need one? Shovels? <laughs> yeah. So, does... Did you guys, did, did you... Who do, who handles, like, the outdoor work, shoveling and all that stuff? Whoever gets home first. So, did Josh or somebody handle it Saturday morning? Um, He did. And it, we have a snowblower, but it was... When it's that thick and heavy mm. and wet, the snowblower is... A no go. No point. Yeah. So he did. He got up and shoveled because he wanted to assess the situation to see if we should leave on time, and we did. So. I used to love shoveling snow as a kid. Like when my mom had her house. Like as I got older, I was just like, ugh. But I remember as I a didn't kid, I couldn't wait to go shovel. So like that's like free range to make your own snow pile. But as I got older as an adult, I was like, oh, this is stupid. Right. <laughs> I do not like this one bit. They'll pay a ten-year-old kid ten bucks, but they won't pay an eighteen-year-old. <laughs> right. I took one look outside and I. I just packed it in for Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then the dogs obviously had to go out. And when I stepped out, it was just all slush. Mm-hmm. It was like stepping into something yeah. from 7-Eleven. But it was nasty and yeah. yucky. And I'm like, boys, how about this? They won't go. The dogs, Andre won't crap in the house if I'm there. I I almost considered just opening the garage. <laughs> and just shutting the door. And then letting him do his thing inside and then going just and picking, picking it up. up right away. Yeah, yeah, because outside was not happening. Mm. But so I don't have a shovel. I don't have salt because I've never I have not needed it. Yeah. I do I do have a garden shovel. That's not for, gonna help you. For <laughs> potting soil garden shovel? A big one. Like a big Oh, I was like, okay. Like the kind you put your foot on and you dig dirt up. Oh, okay, okay. You know, you never know when you're getting Or it'll tear up your sidewalk. Well, I have that, which wouldn't have been much help with this sloppy, <laughs> slushy, sloshy, wet stuff. But I kept waiting the whole day, and my $125 a month that I pay for my HOA was not done right on Saturday. It was a crappy plowing job. Mm-hmm. It was not my side... The sidewalk... Forget about my walkway, but the sidewalk wasn't uh, wasn't yeah. shoveled either. Mm. And I am... I, I don't complain. I like to live with 
things the way they are and we 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 adjust and we adapt and we move on but i had it because it was the sidewalk where there's always somebody that's gonna gonna walk on it and slip and fall and then through the complex mm-hmm. but my uh my hoa president said that the person that handles the landscaping is is getting out of the business and handed it off to somebody else and they did a, mm. a shoddy job but yeah, it was. But I, I didn't have a shovel to get rid of it, and by the time I thought about it, it was too frozen to do anything. So I'm like, I'll just wait for it to melt, which will be Friday, ish. Mm-hmm. I I worked on Saturday morning, and it was clear. Like it was weird because like I know it. Yeah, it was totally like clear. leaving leaving the other job at night. I was like, oh, this is gonna linger. Then I had to work at one. Woke up at like noon. I was like. Mm, my street's a mess. Well, because Saturday during the day it was pretty warm, and yeah. then by the time we got home, it was frigid. Yeah, I'll say because once I pulled into like the J.C. Penney parking lot, I was like, "Oh, did it even snow?" Like because they had it cleared and yeah. the main roads were cleared. Like there, it was slushy. Don't get me wrong, but it was kind of just like, "Oh, you could, you could, if you slept through Friday night, you wouldn't even knew it." Like yeah. we got five point five inches of snow. Was that what it was? It was that's up- what. That's why I saw this. Morning ish, we didn't get pummeled like Monroe. They no. got like they got like nine point nine, eight point three. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, I know up north there was supposed to be more. Uh, Bethany, what's been the hardest decision when you and Josh have been working on the house to decide on something? Um, maybe more aesthetic than functional. Um, he so the the spare room that our roommate was in um, was oh. painted a certain way, and he really liked it. I didn't like it so much. Um, so I would say just like that, but we compromised because I said, okay, let me paint it. And I did it how I wanted to do it. And it turned out really good. Mm-hmm. And we both like it. So that's great. Um, what but about, yeah, just like cosmetic stuff probably. How about deciding the color though? Did you get lost in trying to figure out what color you wanted? No, cause we're both kind of neutral and we have, there's like terracotta type tile around the fireplace. So I was trying to match that. Mm-hmm. It's like a... Orangey, pinkish, brownish collection of color yeah. in the tile, and um, we have like a lighter natural wood. So I was just trying to match that. But my wood is light and natural as well. Mm, I'm sure. I'm stuck in the vortex of trying to pick out a faucet. Oh, okay. Heed my advice. Do not get the faucet that goes like really high and then doesn't come out at you into the sink. Do you know what I'm saying? Like the mm-hmm. faucets that go up and then they just have like this little, little curve. Spout, yeah. Pain in the butt. Water will get everywhere. Please make sure that it comes at least halfway into the sink. <laughs> I'll I'll show you what I've been looking at. One And was, I suggest the wand thing that comes yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, so handy. One looked really cool. In fact, I guess I was turned on to it because it had a there's a light that lights up where the water comes from. That's really fancy. Not, right. Not that you'd ever need that, but then I was trying to figure it out and, and after, I don't want to, I, I hate reading, reviews are like hit and miss. Yeah. And I don't know how many are paid for and how many are just super angry customers who couldn't make a small fix and they, it, it's so hard to dissect them. But th- this one, I figured it out and it's only, it's only like a spray. It doesn't come out like a stream. Now no. there's the wand comes down from it. Yeah, but it. You but talk it doesn't about it, change to like the to spray a stream, mm. right? There's only the one setting, so it's almost like you use it to wash stuff, but not other things. I'll show you, and and okay. I read enough into that to go. This is a bad idea. We'll see. 
We'll make a collective decision. A collective. Okay. I'm gonna be, uh, it's 5.59. I added you into this. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It, it was one of those things I was like, I am, don't need a faucet. So I'm just like, So right. do you use your dishwasher? Do you wash dishes I don't have by a hand. dishwasher. Okay. So oh, the dishes hand. are piling up on the side of that sink. If my mom was ever come over, she'd be like, boy, I'm like, girl, don't talk to me. I hate washing dishes. She uses paper plates. Listen, I love... I love chores. Like, I love cleaning my living room. I love cleaning the bathroom. Ever since I was a young kid, I have hated washing dishes. At the school, we had chores, and, like, one of the chores was, like, kitchen duty. And every time kitchen duty would show up, I'd be like, oh, I don't know what it is. I hate washing dishes. I hate it. I hate washing I can clean a toilet without a problem. <laughs> but when it comes to dishes, I'm like, I hate this chore so much. Interesting. Um, we've got the manic, manic Monday music mix a couple of minutes away. Also, which child of yours are you more concerned about? That kind of stemmed from something we got into briefly on Friday. That's at 7. But the music mix with help for Floyd is next. Q105. 6.15, the morning reboot on Q105. It's Eric Chase, Floyd, our friend Bethany from TSA is here with us. Not because it's Friday, we wish it was, but you have nothing better to do when you wake up early. Exactly. Uh, and you can help Floyd with the music mix. But first, how does one stumble onto Cardi B makes music for uh, lists? I don't know. I was, the internet. The internet. God bless the World Wide Web. Oh, Cardi. Um, while, uh, <laughs> while I was right. avoiding the snow and the cold all weekend in the same vein as that, I did sit back and enjoy all the, all the Eminem memes. Uh, has he researched? No, resur- just the fact oh, like okay. Eminem, Eminem made uh, dropped an unannounced album for all of these people. Oh, <laughs> and looking at those people, <laughs> hysterical. Oh, Eminem, people like the album though. It's good. It's getting it's good. good. Re- it's getting good reviews on Twitter. And it's stuff. good. Not my music genre, but go go go, Marshall. Who does Cardi B make music for? People that wash plates. Wash paper, paper plates. Paper wash what they wash paper plates. Sorry. What oh. else? <laughs> Hold on, I got my whole list. Oh, come back, girls. Cardi B makes music for women who thinks money moves is getting child support. From, yes! from three different men. From three different men! Right, hold on. <laughs> I can, I'll give you this for uh, Monday's Manic Music Mix. There are no Cardi B songs here for the first time ever. Bethany, are you ready? Here sure. We, here we go. Okay, do, Yummy do, Justin do. Bieber. Number four is Empire State of Mind, Jay-Z. Correct. New York. Um, there's a Maroon 5 song in there. And there's a Halsey song. Yeah. Yep. See, I didn't do my protocol this time. Let me Play it again. Let me get my paper down. All right. Second is Maroon 5. Third is Halsey. Fourth First is... one is... um. Oh, I, I hear the Is it Michael Jackson? The first one? Yeah. No. No. But Maroon 5 is... Oh, it's the new... Here's to the... Memories. Memories, yes. Correct. I don't know the Halsey song. It's escaping me. Who does Maroon 5 make music for? You know what? I like... I was going to say something. I was like, no, no, no. The first album that they put out Songs about Jane. Fantastic. This Love, Harder to Breathe. The rest of it... Um... They lost their way a little bit. Maroon 5 makes music for people who have moved on from Nickelback. Oh. Oh. But I, I never liked it. Maroon 5 <laughs> makes music for girls 
who are going into the 30s still trying to sleep with frat boys. Are you right? Maroon 5 makes music for people who want to put on their Instagram stories, but they're too old. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Stop. That laugh. Let me give it to you again. Okay, one more time. I need to Last one is Yummy by Justin Bieber. Yes. Bieber. Oh, did you? Oh, I got excited. I said Bieber. Is the first one a Shakira Yes. Oh, is, is it really? <sighs> Wherever. Yes. Whatever. It is. Yeah. Look at us. You, us. It's Halsey, not Alessia Cara? Three. It is the third one? It's a Halsey song. Yeah, I don't know. Do you know I, which one? I don't. Da, 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 da. So it one, like the <clears throat> whenever, wherever. Two, Memories. Three, mm-hmm. Halsey. Mm-hmm. Four, Empire State of Mind. Five, uh, Yummy. Yummy. <clears throat> Oh, that's what I thought. But is, that's Alessia Cara. No, no. that's Halsey. Is she just fell in love with thin white lines? Oh, I can't think of the song. Uh, song Battle Love. Well done. Bad, yes. All solved up. I totally Bad, thought that was Alessia Cara. What am I do for the next two minutes? Which one? <laughs> the Battle Love song. It's not. It's a Halsey they, song. They have that same. They have that same tone, like that. <sighs> You know, well, I knew it was that yeah. song, but I thought it was a so uh, There you go. It's solved. Well done. 619. This is probably the earliest it's ever been It's ever been resolved. In history. You're welcome. <laughs> who does no, Halsey make music for? <clears throat> People who find intellectualness in Werewaddle's books. I like it. <laughs> They're like, oh, this is a deep book. You should give it a good read. Oh, what is it? <laughs> it's Where Wa- Where's Waddle in Europe? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You are offending so many people. Just stop. is it offending if it's true? I like, don't know. They, they think they're so worldly. I'm like, you haven't left Oregon. Calm down, Halsey. Halsey makes music for women who hook up with both men and women, but they they don't say they're bi. Okay, I'm okay with that. There are people like that. Yeah, they, <laughs> it's true. It's true. They want to have that that argument. I'm not bi. I like both. What? Halsey makes music for people who mix vodka with White Claw. Thank you, Halsey. Uh, 620 with the morning reboot. <laughs> Guilty! Uh, not only do we have cancel culture, we have protest culture. And some of that happened in Port Clinton over the weekend. Next. Good news, bad news, breaking news, fake news, local news, and even real news. And yeah, Just the news you need with the morning reboot with Eric Chase on Q105. Uh, 632. Bad news. Floyd had a little bathroom issue. So I'll, just, I'll save the story in Port, uh, in Port Clinton for him to uh, to return, if he returns. Um, Summit Street is going to look different if you uh, take it to head north to Point Place. Now, a long time ago, before there was 75 and I-280, Summit Street was really the only way to get out of downtown to that area, to North Toledo. Uh, but the four lanes it needed then, two in each direction, are no longer necessary, and Lucas County officials um, plan to put the thoroughfare on a diet when its pavement is overlaid later on this year. That's one of the new construction projects coming in 2020. The Lucas County Board of Commissioners last week approved an agreement with the city under which Toledo will reimburse the county for the cost of repaving and replacing the service between the city limits and 131st Street in Point Place. When that new service is paved, pavement now marked for four lanes will be changed to three and the center lane will be for vehicles making left turns plus a bike lane on either side. Reducing the number of lanes should curb the speeding that's been a problem ever since the volume of traffic on Summit has tapered off decades ago. The city has similarly reduced other four-lane streets in Toledo 
to three plus bike lanes, including parts of Detroit and Bancroft. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. The um, our K cup thing was broken. I was fixing it. So yeah, we broke the cure. Well, like I was doing it, and the water was coming. I had a mess. That's why I'm all sticky. Sorry. Oh, no. I fixed it though. Uh, whoever used it last put the thing on crooked. Me? Oh, I. See. I know. Yeah. So like I thought it was broken, but no, it, it wasn't snapped in right. So when I went to make the coffee, the I know how a Keurig it overflowed. Yeah, I know how a Keurig works now. The water goes into the Keurig pot. Yeah. It flowed everywhere. I was like, oh, and I couldn't stop it, so I had to unplug it. Well, I'm glad you had an overflow of the Keurig <laughs> of, and not of the toilet. No, I didn't go to the bathroom. I was making coffee. Yeah. Did um, you say I was in the bathroom? Yeah, of course you did. Oh, Where Lord. else would you be? Uh, about a dozen people. So we, we uh, I didn't read it because I didn't want to, but I know you did. Uh, during the Harley Dilly search, I know every now and then you would pop onto Facebook and see people saying all kinds of inane things about everything in regards to that investigation. And and what did you talk about already? No. no. Okay. So uh, this is this is comments manifesting into people. Um. Get a life. That's what I'm going to say. About a dozen people were <laughs> protesting how the police handled the search for missing teen Harley Dilly, and they gathered yesterday in front of the house where he was found last week. The rally started at 10 a.m. They waved signs and at people passing cars and called out justice for Harley. We aren't, we aren't here to hurt anyone or cause problems, said one protester. We're just here to get answers so we can have a community that is at ease, at peace. People supporting the Dilly family and the Port Clinton police showed up Sunday holding up signs, criticizing the protest. So there were people Sh- protesting the protesters. Shame on those protesters, only because, A, it was a thorough investigation with a press conference by their chief of police. Last time I checked, none of you guys were in that house. None of you guys had to see the child being pulled out the chimney. So shame on these protesters. Like, let it go. Get a life. The authorities... Only have to answer to one person now, and that is this family. Look, I was super, super skeptical <laughs> about this whole thing because I was Everyone like, there's was. no way, blah, blah, blah. But they gave you all the information you need, and you need to just take it and move on. Like and, this, and, let the family move on. This and, is not helping anybody. And the thing about this, because I saw it last night, and the thing about this, these answers are not for you. Right. Your last name is not Dilly. So your protest is... is Invalid. You're not entitled to that. You're not entitled to know anything about this one of the pro- at all. One of the people protesting the protesters, Matt Ritter. These people are terrible. He said to protest. Uh, he said to protest near where the boy was found, and it's disrespectful to the family and others in the community. They, they believe they're standing up for something. They wouldn't be out there in this weather if they didn't. I just think a lot of it is wrong. If they were really protesting for justice, and they should be, pro- they should probably protest the police department. He said, it seems as, as if small groups from outside of Port Clinton, amplified by social media, are seeking to divide and tear out our community by forcing residents of the small town to choose sides. Imagine being so invested in someone else's life that you forget you have one of your own, but then you hide behind. But it's for our community and a sense of community. No, no, no. Don't do that. Especially if you don't live there. <laughs> right. Uh, there's one last chance to enjoy a piece of Max and Irma's at Levis Cummins. Now, they're closed, but you can buy some stuff from the restaurant for as low as $5. They're auctioning off decor, appliances, um, Falcons memorabilia, vintage ice skates, a framed 1924 UT football team photo, beer taps, neon signs, panini presses, and much more. There's autographed photos and Jeep and Willie's memorabilia starting at 25 bucks. Chairs, tables, everything must go at this auction. You can go to Let's see, biddergy, B-I-D-D-E-R-G-Y.com. The auction is scheduled to begin tomorrow night at 8 o'clock, biddergy.com.
I want a panini press. I have one. Don't be a meanie. So I make my grilled cheese on it. So here's the thing. Is a panini press like a George Foreman? Because I got one. Because I got a George Foreman. And I can just say it's a panini press now and keep I up mean, with the times. Go it, to the website. I feel like the George Foreman. Is it a Foreman- bid or can I just buy it? I'm not trying to auction. There might be a buy it now feature. Okay. Check it out. Um, also, Floyd, do you want to do oh, Floyd on football? Do you know what happened yesterday? I do. Two teams are going to the Super Bowl featuring Shakira and J-Lo and possibly Pitbull. It's going to be... Possibly. Possibly, right. It's Kansas City, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. for the first time in 50 years. And the and the team that the Green Bay didn't beat. Correct. 49ers. Yes! Oh, Jerry Rice's <laughs> own team back in the day. Yes. Look at me sporting. It is, this is a throwback Super Bowl. The uh, Chiefs beat the Titans 35-24. They're in the Super Bowl for the first time in 50 mm-hmm. years. The 49ers beat the Packers 37-20. to It's their first Super Bowl since 2013 mm. at the Beyonce game where the lights went out. Yes. Did the lights get out or did she steal them? She's like, oh. I don't know. Ain't, ain't no football game here, y'all. Paul Rudd was real excited about that. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, he was. Yes, he so was. So excited. Good for him, because I guess he's like a lifelong, diehard yeah. Kansas City fan. He that stuck game, it out. That game is two weeks from yesterday in Miami. I think it's Super Bowl 53-ish. And the Puppy Bowl is that afternoon. <laughs> Useless information about the I know we, we giggled about it, but usually the winner of the Puppy Bowl is the winner of the Super Bowl. Really? Mm-hmm. How so? Because like, they they pick the the puppies wear the team jerseys. Got team it. rough and team fluff. Yeah, but they always have like the colors of like the teams and like. Yeah. Sorry, but you know what the the bud bowl and the puppy bowl have really lost steam in my lifetime. What's the bud bowl? There was a game between bottles of like Bud yeah. and Bud Light. Oh, that's I thought weird. that was just a commercial. It was. It was like a fun. They thing. D- they did a game and they oh. they ran it like over the course of commercials and. And fingers crossed the commercials are good this year. Hopefully you'll get it. Uh, uh, it'll be the new life for Bon and Viv. Oh, Bon and Viv. There you go. 6.39 with the morning reboot. The SAG Awards happened last night. We will not laundry list the list of winners, but some fun things did happen, and we'll do it before 7. And HD1. 6.54, good morning. It's the morning reboot. We are here live with you. Thank you for remembering the time you spend listening to the Morning Reboot on Q105. It's Eric Chase and Floyd, our friend from TSA, Bethany, who is usually here Friday, is also here today. Good morning. Hi. Uh, I am not going to give you the list of things that happened or the list of winners last night from the SAG Awards because I didn't know they happened. Is this on cable? Because I feel like I didn't see not one commercial on network TV. TNT. Okay, so that's oh, why. All right, on cable. Mind. All right, so yeah, we were way off. You don't uh, have cable either, right? Nope. Okay. The big winner of the night was Parasite, which the Korean movie. Yes. Now really means I need to go rent it. It won the Ensemble Award, and usually that's a good harbinger of what will win mm-hmm. at the Oscars. And it got a two-minute standing ovation. Uh, it is a legitimate Best Picture contender with frontrunner 1917 at next month's Academy Awards. Um, because actors make up the largest percentage of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, their picks are closely watched as an Academy Awards uh, forerunner. So it is a uh, it's it's a pretty good bet. It's it in nineteen seventeen on February 9th at the Oscar at the Oscars. And then um, I did read somewhere that on award season, this is the award show that like the actors legit want because it's voted on by their peers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess I. I I guess I can respect that, but okay. Uh, before the win for Parasite, the SAG Awards were most notable as a reunion for Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston. They each took home awards and celebrated celebrated each other's wins along with Pitt. 
Other Oscar favorites kept their wins coming, including Renee Zellweger for Judy, Joaquin Phoenix, who I'm going to get to in a second, Laura Dern for Marriage Story, Phoebe Waller-Bridge continued her award sweep for Fleabag, a winner at the Emmys and the Golden Globe. She added the SAG for Best Female Actor in a Comedy. Brad Pitt said he's going to add his award to his Tinder profile. <laughs> and uh, Jennifer Aniston won her first SAG since winning one for Friends many, many years ago. And I don't want to go through everything, but we do take a little bit of joy out of listening to Joaquin Phoenix. Yes. Uh, he did not write this speech, and I, I credit him for it. First up, he uh, he played fun or had some fun with Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, and going to auditions, I'd always get to like the final callback. And I think many people know what that's like. And there would always be like two other guys that I was up against. And we'd always lose to this one kid. And um, <clears throat> no actor would ever say his name because it was like too much. But every casting director would whisper in there, it's Leonardo, it's Leonardo. <laughs> Who is this Leonardo? And thanking lots of others. I don't have his uh, his his praise for Heath Ledger, obviously, for the Joker mm-hmm. was, I think, after the show. But this was uh, right after that part. Christian, I don't know where you Christian are. Band. Christian, you commit to your roles in ways that I can only dream of. I, I, I just, um, you, you never turn into bad performance. It's infuriating. I wish you would. One time, just suck once. It'd be great, okay? Um, Adam... I've been watching you the last few years, and and you've just been turning in these beautiful, nuanced, um, incredible, profound performances, and I'm just so moved by you, and you were just devastating in this film, um, and and you should be here. And Taryn, where are you? I'm I'm so happy for you, wherever you are. Hey, hey man. Uh, You're so beautiful in in this movie. Every time Joaquin Phoenix says beautiful, you take a drink. And I appreciate his uh, extemporaneous uh, speaking and lack of a written speech. We like him, right? Like I feel like the more I hear him speak, the more like him getting out of his shell. Because like when you see him in interviews, he's just like he's a yes or no person. Like you don't. He's one of those open ended interviewees. Okay, Mm -hmm. questions, but. I like him. And I like when they. I like when they do go down the list of people that they're in the category with, and I feel like he genuinely did see these movies. Oh, it I, I like certainly him. Sounds I like, like yeah. him. I like him a lot. Yeah, and and it, it just. I hope when we talked about Marriage Story, a lot of people seemed interested in it, and it, and it would seem like in any other year with no Joker movie, um, and a brilliant performance by Phoenix Adam Driver is getting more of these awards. Mm-hmm. He's going to get. He's going to get his day though, because yeah. like I feel like every time I do see, he's becoming one of those people that I'm just like. Oh, I can't wait to see what you do next. Because like he wasn't even on my ra- he wasn't on my radar even before Star Wars. They saw Nobody. him in Star Wars. I was like, who is this man? Turns out he's been acting for years. I'm Some like, people oh, still okay. call him the the guy from Girls, the awkward dude from oh, Girls. Oh, that's right, he wasn't that. Yeah, Lena Dunham mm-hmm. is that her name? Uh, last thing to get to here: sixty million or so for Bad Boys for Life. I guess it's closer to seventy million, but it did really well on the box office this weekend. Uh, Doolittle not so much. Doolittle only made twenty-two and a half million dollars, rounding out the top five: nineteen seventeen, Jumanji, and more Star Wars. But Doolittle, it's very possible it hasn't opened in some places, mm-hmm. but it's possible that it loses a hundred million dollars. And becomes as much of a dud as Cats was. Mm. I want to see Doolittle. See, I think Doolittle should have been a holiday movie. I do too. Like every time I, I see the promo f- or the trailer for it, I'm like, you're like a month too late. Yeah. Like a month, a month I and agree. a half too late. I think it's worth watching. Um, 
how people who have invested so much time and talent into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, how they do outside of it. I mean, Robert Downey is obviously an A-lister. Maybe this wasn't right for him. Maybe he needed more time between this and Endgame because Chadwick Boseman's 21 Bridges was a massive flop. But I feel like they do it for actors. Like I think he was like, I've done this superhero action guy. Let me show a lighter side of me. It, and I'm sure I'm sure all actors are fully aware this is not going to be anything like Endgame, anything like the Iron Man franchise. Right. But I think he just kind of did. It was just like hey, it's kind of like when a when a tween a tweeny bopper does like a provocative music video. They're breaking from that. I'm it's no still longer a fantasy a kid. movie. But it's still though. Like I think he wants to get that. Hey, I can also do more things than just fly and save Gwyneth Paltrow. Do you remember? It was about four or five years or so ago. He was in a movie with. I can't place the actor, but he, I think he was a lawyer and had to get his dad out of some trouble. Mm-mm. I forget what the title of it was. And I, the older actor is a great actor, but his name escapes me. He could do something like that. But I am curious yeah. to see how these actors do in their projects moving forward. Obviously, right, Chris because- Evans was part of an ensemble cast in Knives Out, but that was that was well-reviewed. So let's see how these guys do, guys and girls do outside of this. And if you think of it, a mo- it's 10 the years judge. of work. Is that what you're thinking The about? judge. Who is, sorry. Oh, no, you go, go, go. You're Who's good. the older actor? It is... I'm going to hit myself. Robert Duvall. I don't know. Yes! Is it Robert Duvall? Yeah, it is Robert Duvall. (laughs) Just random old man I was going to say. Robert Duvall. 702 with the morning reboot. (laughs) Uh, If you've got multiple kids, more than one kid, multiple siblings, this next topic is for you. Q105 Studios. Sponsored. 714, we're here and live this morning, and we're glad you are with us if you are doing things on this national holiday that is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Uh, Monday, January 20th, the morning reboot on Q105. Tarek Chase and Floyd, our friend from Friday, Bethany from TSA, is here with us. 419-240-1055. I thought we were going to take this topic into what in our lives, like who who are we related to uh, or who are we connected to do we talk about most? But we went in another direction with this mm-hmm. because of you and your sister. And you, yes. you have some differences and we got to punch that up to your mom. Yes. So um, my sister and I are really, really close, like uber close, like ever since we were younger. But <laughs> we, as we've grown older, there's been a more worrisome feel from my mother from one sibling to another. And the, and the times have shifted because in high school... I was the one she worried about. But as I got out of high school and got into these streets, quote unquote, like real life type stuff, she realized, she goes, oh, I got to worry about him as much as I do the other one. Now, I asked my mom, and we'll, we'll get to the subject at hand. I said, who do you care for the most? She goes, I care for you both equally. Why would you ask me that? I'm like, but who do you worry more about? Like, you know, we can have our own. You raise us very well. We have our responsibilities. As adults, we're good. Who do you worry about? And she, she, that is a different question. But, but no, but like it goes back to this point. So, as we got older, my mom has shifted, and I know she likes me more. I just feel like because like she doesn't have to worry about me as much. But she'll say she likes us equally. But I think she worries more about my sister more than me because I'm more street smart and she's more book smart. Now, reverse like a few about 10, 15 years ago in school. I know she went to bed like, oh, this boy's going to be the death of me. <laughs> he don't like to do homework. He hates reading. He hates going to school. So I know she worried about me in that aspect. But I think as adults, she worries more about my sister than me. 
And you talked about this too that yeah. you're more street smart than your sister, correct? Yeah. We didn't even 100%. know she had a sister yeah, until we two weeks know. ago. Yeah, exactly. Yes, but, do you, but do you feel, and this is, in call or text too, because I have it up. If you're a parent of multiples, is there one child you worry about more than the other? And if so, why? Because I know for me, my mom's like, he can handle his own. I Like, every time my mom is like, my sister's like, I'm going to go out tonight. Like, my mom gives her this laundry list. And I'm 36 and my sister's 35. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, we're grown adults. Like, we I honestly don't have to tell you we're going out. But when we do, my mom's like, well, if you see your sister downtown, make sure she's okay. Like, because my sister goes to Wesley's with her coworkers. And she's always like, did you walk over to Wesley's? I'm like... My, I am in drag. <laughs> I'm not walking over to Wesley. She's like, well, if you see your sister, just make sure she's okay. So I know in that yeah. respect, my mom trusts me more out, as I quote unquote say, in the streets than my sister. Bethany, do you know who your parents worry about more, you or your sister? Um, It's definitely my sister. Like, my sister's the one that hit a parked car. My sister's the one that hits deer on the regular. She's gone through so many cars. Like she probably the first week in college gave somebody that came to her dorm room her credit card number. Like she She's the book smart one, right? So book smart. Plays the oboe and the English horn. Like music knowledge I can't even comprehend. So smart. No common sense. Yeah. No common sense whatsoever. And I love my sister. She's the same way. Like my sister's the clumsy klutz of the family. Right, like she's so great. And I and I, I do I love her like but I think like we are legit polar opposites like because I I'll just be somewhere now don't get me wrong if we were on Jeopardy or like if I was a millionaire my sister would be my lifeline yep for same. every freaking question like can I call my sister again like no sir use that lifeline like four four one nine two four zero one zero five five you can call and or text which of your kids. Do you worry about more? Because it is a different question than care about. Because yeah. it's like your mom stuttered and stammered. You're never going to get an answer out of that one. Well, I think I think she does. She does care and worry about us equally. She'll say care and worry is different, but it, not when you're a parent. It, it, honestly, they can they can go hand in hand. I promise you. <laughs> I, I, I we are not parents. Trust me. I work with kids. I, when you say care and worry, like they, they're they're pretty much the same thing. I promise you, they'll lump it in one group. Like even if you're like, do you like me or something? I like you guys equally. You're going to get that equal part question no matter what you'd say. I answer. I promise not to get too semantical in 2020, but I would say that there is a difference between like, care, and worry. Okay, if you're going to go that route, but I guarantee you, a parent would say I worry or care about you guys equally. Hi, good morning. Who's this? My name's Lori. Hi, Lori. Do you have uh, multiple kids? I do. I have four. Ooh. Ooh. Which God are, bless you. They, is, range, they range in age from 19 to 30. Is there any of them that you worry about more than the others? I will say at different times it can vary, but I definitely agree with the street smart over the book smart. I mean, <laughs> yeah. my book smart kids I worry about more. I have a street smart daughter that lives in Australia. Yes. Yes. I worry about her, but I also know she can handle herself, and she would know when to get help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Call the kangaroos. <laughs> Thanks, Lori. Four one nine two four zero one zero five five. Good morning. Who? Oh, we lost. Them. Just kidding. Line three. Hi. Who's this? Hello. Hi. Good morning. Hi. What's your name? I worry about my youngest, Laura. How come? She's fourteen. So the way the day and age is now, all this tech, all this social media compared to my 31-year-old where MySpace was just taking off, (laughs) you didn't have as much 
turmoil then as you do now. Now, is she more street smart or book smart? Because I'm trying to figure out if there's like a common ground here. Connection. Um, my daughter, oh, my youngest, Alyssa, I would say is pretty both. Okay. My oldest, um, well, I would say she's 31. She, you know, made some bad choices. So anyways, but she would probably be a little bit more on the street. Yeah. Let's not bury the lead here, though. A 17-year age difference? Yes. Same yeah. dad? No. <laughs> Good for you. No. Arbid, you do you, boo. Oldest, I'm going to be 50 in March. Happy Friday the 13th. Happy early oh, birthday. Nice. Thank you. Uh, but, yeah, I was in high, I was a high school senior with my oldest. Okay, so, well. Do you, boo. We are not here to judge. Yeah. Thank, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Um... So it seems that like I have to go another way than this, yeah. than book smart, street smart. I think my dad, who would be the worrier, mm-hmm. or at least have more concern that he's doing the. I, I don't know. I don't want to pick apart my mom and dad like that, but I just so concern. I associate that concern and worry with my dad. I think when. 10, 15 years ago, my dad was far more concerned about my brother, who was not going to school that he was enrolled mm-hmm. in. Yeah. And not like me. Like, my dad knew I was going to the radio station. Nobody had any idea where he was. Mm-hmm. He had a job that my grandmother had gotten him that he wasn't showing up for. Okay. Um, he was pulling some wild stuff. Now, I think that's reversed now because my brother has a, a, an, a built-in living support system with his girlfriend and her son and her family, mm-hmm. whereas I do not. And every time my dad visits, it's, you know, I'm worried about you that you don't have anyone. Like, <laughs> he used the P word be, last time he, he, he was becomes, here. He becomes the dad. He's like, Eric? <laughs> you know, you have to find yourself a nice person to live with that's going to wipe your butt when you're 78 years old. Um, I, I, we didn't get our last caller's name, but if you can text me, I would like to know. I want to know if she worries more about the 14-year-old because she has raised, like, an adult child, like an adult. I wonder if she's like, worries more of... Because she's learning from maybe mistakes or maybe like experiences that the older sibling has gone through. Let's try it this way this time. Right, exactly. I wonder if she's like thinking like, ooh, your sister or brother went through this. I know how to react now. But because that age great, that age difference is so great, they are literally different times. I'm I'm sure. Yeah, you can't come back. I'm sure. Like, I think if I was 17 and my mom was like, you're going to have a brother or sister, my reaction would be like, why? We didn't ask for this. We've been a team for so But you know what I mean? But like every family's dynamic is different. So I want to know if she's more cautious with this one mm. because she's had an adult mm-hmm. kid and like she was a young mom too. You know, all these experiences. What? History repeats itself with children. Like sometimes you'll be like, ooh, your brother did this. I know exactly how to react to this. That's kind of cool though because you kind of get a do-over. Yeah. Like most of the time when you have kids or a couple years apart or whatever. But like you have such a span that now it's mm-hmm. like... Oh, I can try this again. And you can make that really older sibling help parent. Well, well yeah. It also hit the in the in the negative part of it. The poor fortune is probably like, I get to do nothing because like Carl or Jan get to do all this right. stuff. Uh, it's seven twenty three with the morning. Very reboot. Marcia. Our yeah. friend Jan in the mid will be here with us to give you a free astrological reading after eight o'clock this morning. The panel full of ladies. Money questions next. 
7.35, the morning reboot. Still time to get in. Um, wake up, even though this might be a day off for you. Ladies, ladies. All my ladies. Q105's The Morning Reboot. You're not just helping Eric. You're helping all men. I need help. The panel full of ladies. 419-240-1055. Start dialing. Is this our dear Abby? Yeah, hi. Are you working today? I'm driving to work, yeah. Those mean people? Planning on working, yeah. Those mean people in Ann Arbor don't give you uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day off? Uh, no, they don't. Awful. <laughs> she said it's so chipper, though. I like it. She goes, nah, it's okay. Abby's <laughs> always in a good mood. She has those two beautiful dogs that I love so much. Yes. Grizz. Yeah. Who doesn't love a St. Bernard? I mean, really. Grizz, and who's the other one, Floyd? Maddie. Maddie? Maddie. Okay. Bethany, it's you and Abby. Okay. Um... Abby, what would make you quit your job? Um, if we didn't have grant money. Oh, quit. Um, all right. Yeah, like- all right. That would be that would be let go. Okay. What would make me quit? Yeah. Um, and it could be anything. What would make me quit? It's a pretty good job. That's why I drive an hour each way. Okay. And so that's the problem. New um, new boss, grant funding goes away. Well, grant funding going away would be a loss of my job, but okay. it, it wouldn't be me quitting. Well, just yeah. like making your job more challenging. Like, like I didn't sign up for this kind of thing. No, that's part of my job. Okay. Bethany. No, what, I, like, I like my job. Bethany, what would make you leave your job? It would take a lot. I would say... Probably, like, if Gerky wasn't my boss anymore, and I just felt like it wasn't. They brought in some bean counter, who is the opposite of Gerky. Yeah, like, if for some reason I woke up and there, the mission of the school had changed, then I would probably. Like Mrs. Trenchball sitting there from Matilda? Yeah. Mm. Abby, what is your work attire? Hold on, I'm about to sneeze. um, Sorry, I didn't sneeze. Um, scrubs. I get to wear scrubs. What if they made you wear, like, professional attire? Would that cause you to leave? Um, no, but it'd, it'd not be as fun. Right. <laughs> Bethany, same thing, right? Yeah. You're now required. It would, it would be rough. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have yeah. to dress up sometimes. Like, once a month, I have to dress yeah. up. But Abby, when do you do your taxes? Oh, my dad's a CPA, so he's waiting for the last W-2 right now. <laughs> you too, Bethany? Yep, as soon as he's available. So you guys are both well clear of like the middle of April, right? Good to go. Okay. I know about oh, yeah. Abby, more, yeah. Or, more or less than $1,000 in savings? Oh, I don't have a savings account, but I have more than that in the bank. Okay. Bethany? Slightly more. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. Uh, yep. And Abby, maybe this would be the reason you would leave your job. Let's say you won the lottery for tens of thousands of dollars. What would you do with it? Tens of thousands of yeah, dollars? Yeah, like let's say you won like 50 grand. Oh, okay. Well, then I would pay off some med school debt. Okay. Anything else? Anything fun? Right. Things you want to do around the house? Vacation? Cars? Yeah, I would definitely get a new car. Yeah, we take a vacation. Sure. Yeah, we'd actually, you know what? We'd RV around. Um, we'd go to the West Coast in an Ooh, RV with our dog. I that would that. be fun. That would be fun. Bethany, yeah. tens of thousands of dollars in a lottery win. What would you do? Pay off all the debt. How much do you have? Um. Well, between the house and it's probably... House doesn't count as debt, though. 50, yes, it does. I don't count that as... Is it underwater? 
Because it, it, it's an, it's something that you could sell and make money. I get that, but you're paying interest on the mortgage payment and just get it paid off. Anything else? Anything fun? No. Nothing? No. Cars. You, your car is... is I like my car, but it could use an upgrade. Okay. Is Abby clear to win anything, or is she within the 30-day no. limit? Oh, okay. All right. Well, have a safe trip, and because uh, I, I think up where you're headed, got a lot more snow than we did. Oh, great. Yeah, nothing... Okay. Be careful, nothing though. That mean, nothing it means much now, All but right, you'll thanks, probably... Guys. Thanks, Abby. Have a safe trip. I enjoy her. She makes my day happy. Same, same. It's like we're supposed to get on the radio and cheer people up. Yeah, I get like, cheerier when Abby calls. I do. Like and it, it's it's the same. Um, hello, every time. It's like hi, Abby. Hi, guys. Yeah. I love it. And that laugh when we get her cackling, and she has that <laughs> She's little such giggle. A joyful person. Yeah, I enjoy her. Cackling. Bethany, I will go to my grave and say that uh, paying off a house is not dead. Okay. Anything that you could sell and make, anything you can reasonably sell to someone else and make money off of would be more of an asset. Like, you can't sell your education. I can sell my house. Yeah, but you're still, like, if you don't intend to leave and you're still paying those payments, you're paying interest on those payments. But there's some things that you're always going to pay no matter what because it's just house, car, like, a car will never be an asset. Correct. Ask I agree with you. (laughs) Yeah. I agree. Uh, it's 7.41 with the morning reboot. <laughs> um, Billy Eilish noise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bethany will tell you who is ve- what celeb is very excited the Kansas City Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. You might have seen some of these Instagrams yesterday and Prince Harry, or I'm sorry, just Harry. Just Harry. Speaks before eight. 7.53, we are live here this morning on the Morning Reboot on Q105. It's Eric Chase and Floyd. Our friend Bethany is here. We'll have to displace you shortly because Janet Jan, Janet said the roads are awful this morning. I said, no, your driving is. She can sit over here. Oh, I don't I don't want to mess up her vibe. I no. will gladly move seats. You don't want to do that. No, no, no. You can sit over yes. here. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. No. <laughs> um, we don't want that juju. That's like two Jewish people. What the hell was going on on Secor last night? There were so many complaints about people still lined up on a Sunday night to get Krispy Kreme. Somebody said... Listen, that light comes on, it's over. Somebody said that the right lane of Secor has just turned into the drive-thru line for Secor. That's true. That's how how it was the other day. Sunday night. I'm going to do some investigation today. So I work till six. I think I'm going to see how long the line is at 6 because it's going to be busy anyway because, like, that closing time. But I want to know if this is, like, I should get in line and see how long I sit there and then just pull off when I get up to the... It didn't look like it was going quick. Nope. Um, We'll... Mm-mm-mm. Actually, we'll get to the Prince Harry stuff in a second. Who was the big celebrity that was ecstatic that the Chiefs won yesterday, Bethany? One of my celebrity husbands, Paul Rudd. Uh, I believe the last time the Chiefs were in the Super Bowl was when he, around the time he was born. How old is Paul Rudd? He's like 50. Yes, he oh, is. Oh, he is 50. Yeah, he just, yeah. Yeah, he just, just doesn't look it. But yeah, he got no, he to doesn't. do, he was uh, with one of the players, uh, Travis Kelsey, who we're probably going to hear a lot of because he's very virally friendly. Um, he got with him after the game. And then I think he was part of a pregame ceremony to amp people up. Yeah, I just saw him like with the flag, living yeah. his best life. 
so excited. Uh, I think he went to high school there, went to the University of Kansas afterwards, so good for him. And it's going to be, now it's two weeks of uh, of, of build-up for J-Lo, Shakira, probably Pitbull, and then the two teams playing in the game. Yeah. It's 305. So we were talking about the Super Bowl, Kids Were Entertainment. I think, was it with you or someone else? Or maybe it was Alex. We think Shakira and J-Lo should at some point bring out the sound of Miami and Gloria Stefan should do something. Yes. I wouldn't be surprised this happened at all. Like you know what I mean? Like I feel like just to pay homage because she was like the original Latina goddess, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And she always had that Miami Miami sound. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Uncle Luke will just sit by and wait for the phone to ring. Oh, Uncle Luke. (laughs) Can I get Google Uncle Luke if you guys don't know what that is? Can I get a two live crew sample at least? No, absolutely not. You saw what they did when the nipple would appear, let alone singing. All right, so Prince Harry broke his silence uh, at a dinner in central London held for the Centibali charity supporting children with HIV in southern Africa. The Duke of Sussex, not for much longer, said it brings him great sadness that it has come to this. The decision that I have made for my wife and I to step back is not one I made lightly. Harry, Harry, Harry. I will always have the utmost respect for my grandmother, my commander-in-chief. And I'm incredibly grateful to her and the rest of my family for the support they have shown Meghan and I over the last few months. I will continue to be the same man who holds his country dear and dedicates his life to supporting the causes, charities and military communities that are so important to me. Together, you have given me an education about living. And this role has taught me more about what is right and just than I could ever have imagined. Those comments come a day after Buckingham Palace announced that the couple are to lose their royal titles of His Royal Highness and Her Royal Highness. The dramatic conclusion came after about two weeks of Harry and Meghan when they first announced their plan to step back as senior royals in a move that has basically shocked England and the world. Now, does that title even matter if you're not in England, though? Like, I know if I live in Toronto and, like, I see Harry cutting the grass, like, hey, yo, Harry! He's like, hello. Like, hey! How's the baby? Like yeah, now they're just not. now they're they're citizens. I mean they'll right. they'll never be like hanging out down the street for me citizens, but like sure. they'll they'll be hanging out with A listers. <laughs> but they'll have those type of friends. There's a lot of stuff that we don't understand about this mm-hmm. because we're here and, and they're there. And it sounds like they still intend to be good people for the planet. Like oh, for sure. Good citizens yeah. of the world and great humanitarians. Mm-hmm. And I keep going back to this thing I snagged a couple of weeks ago, uh, the weekend this first started to transpire. I believe there was some research or something that said, and I, I believe that it's true. Maybe it's not, but it says that they, if they were to put their, like if we're talking the stock market, like if you could buy stock and then mm-hmm. they are more valuable as a couple than the entire British family. Mm-hmm. So they and won't, also, they won't be broke. And also when you think about that, them over there, you think of honestly the queen, but then like, I think of Megan and Harry. Like I always forget. I was like, Oh yeah, there was a William and Kate. Mm-hmm. Like and once you realize you have, you're never going to be King or anything. Like I would be like, eh, whatever. Like he's already had four kids. Like they're in the line before me. So how might this connect to Netflix? Uh oh. I'm glad you asked. Netflix's go. chief content officer, Ted Sarando, said at the Producers Guild Awards um, that the platform has interest in working with Harry and Meghan. Who wouldn't be interested? Yes, sure. Um, the Crown would be a logical landing place if a deal is reached. The series is a historical drama about the reign of Queen Elizabeth II. Three seasons have uh, of the show uh, a part of the three seasons have been completed as part of a six season slate. 
three delicious seasons. Yeah. Because <laughs> I am into the show. Uh, that's in addition to Lion King stuff with Megan and mm-hmm. other voice work that um, Harry is potentially or potentially pushing her towards. I look as much as the internet is like tearing her down because like they're forgetting that they're a couple and this decision is not hers, it's his. I love that he's building her up like, hey, I got you, boo. Let's start doing stuff. Like you can do stuff too. So I feel, I feel like this all boils down to so much what you said. You're not going to be king and queen, and if you're not going to be that, just step away and do other stuff. Also, yeah, and in that respect, like the tabloids are doing it, and we said this briefly last week. They're doing to her what they did to his mom, and he's like, oh no, 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 no. Right? If they're just going to persecute her, then well, why stay? Right. I don't. I don't know if they'll ever get away. Get away from that. Because that that press may travel, and- right? And she's a celebrity anyway, so she's probably right. used to it. But this was like on a whole nother scale, with right. probably like, like I said, we think our paparazzi and TMZ is bad here. It's nothing compared to them. Like they're out for like blood, legit blood. Like well, no she, pun intended. She's in a completely different country. You're probably like you don't even know me. Like, right. you know what I mean? To make to to wrap this all up with one like normal person comparison. I think most people have been in a job where they know that they're not going to be able to progress. Like you're not getting your boss's job, or you're not going to get that promotion that where you yeah. want to get to. It's just like this is this has been great, but I'm going to move on to something right. else. I've been entry level for a minute, you guys. Yeah, I've I've no I've entered too many times. Eight oh one with the morning reboot. Janet Amid will be by shortly. We can get you a free astrological reading coming up. Q one oh five. Eight fourteen. Good morning. It's the morning reboot. We are here today. If you have uh, woken up later than usual because you're off, your kids are off, uh, no work today, just different schedule. You can grab the podcast. We'll have it all up for you before uh, ten. Song free, commercial free, and free astrological readings now with our wonderful all-seeing soothsayer, our clairvoyant, Jan and Amid. Hi. It's good morning. So funny. You're so funny. Hi. Are you talking to me carrying out conversation? <laughs> no, we were Shorty having a Lou. moment. Oh, my thing fell. Oh, I was Shorty ready. Lou here. Well, Janet, quit janking your head I'm back sorry. and forth. Not on this Martin Luther King day. I, he was such a good man. Janet, you get good vibes from our friend Bethany? Yeah, I do. She's yeah. good marriage with her husband. I won't even ask you about that. Oh. <laughs> did you see on Facebook what I put up about Martin Luther King? I did not. Why aren't you looking at my Facebook? I, the, I, I take what the algorithm gives me. I don't know what to tell you, babe. <laughs> don't know it what was to like, tell you. It's like, it like a kid getting caught. You're just like, I, 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 I don't know, mom. He does, not, he does not look at my Facebook. And I put that cute little thing about uh, being on this morning and everything. God, my nose is just... Um, we, have have a, we have a new moon. Oh, that's right. Uh, we have a new moon in yes, the sign of Aquarius on January 24th. Mm. And it means that this anytime the new moon occurs, it's always a good time to start new projects, do something a little different. And because it's an Aquarius, that has to do with friendship, being a little more independent in your thinking, innovative, things like that. So as at the end of the day, or I mean at the end of our segment, I will read down what each how each person is affected by this wonderful new moon coming up this week. And it affects this week before, so we're really feeling the vibe of it. Okay. We're electrical. Floyd, line five? We got, yes, line five, we have Melinda. Hi, Melinda. What's your question for Janet? Thank you for holding on. No problem. Thank you. I just had a question about my career. You are a workaholic. You are a workaholic. (laughs) I want to tell her what a workaholic she is. 
plus you are, I know you started to talk, but I want to kind of tell you before you tell me, you're in this major Mm -hmm. career shift that began December of 2017. It's called the Saturn Return. It happens to people between 27 to 30 years of age, within that age. But I see you being innovative, work-oriented. You're amazing when it comes to service, like doing for others, especially kids. There's something about you with kids that stands out quite a bit. Your communication is ideal in any aspect of the word. You're just always, you know, you're sort of like analytical to some degree, but your need for a balance is very important to you too. So you're ideal with that as well. I could see you doing something eventually down the road independently. The last time you went through something somewhat like this would have been when you were 20 or 22 within that age. And I feel that was like, you know, nine or 2010. So December of 2017 through 2020 is opening up a door for you. Last year was very busy, crazy, chaotic. 2018 sucked. It was really hard for money and finances. This year is going to be a lot better for you altogether. Does any of this make sense? No, that's like completely spot on. I feel that you have a great chart. You're going to be very successful. You already are successful, but even more so down the road, you're just going to start really, I mean, everything's going to start coming together for you. Wait till this March through July. You're going to skyrocket during that cycle. Good luck. Okay. Perfect. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Told you, Bethany. She's good. I am good. She's really good. All right. Line six is Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Thanks for calling the Morning Reboot on Q105. What is your question for Janet? Um, I'm just looking for a little bit of direction with relationships at this point because it's been kind of chaotic. Oh, my God. You guys are... I just... I said that off air. I mean, I... She did. I did. did. I said, you guys, this is a a train wreck. I said, this relationship, you, you love each other and you're a very independent person. You're torn between having a relationship and having your freedom. You're always kind of like wondering, what am I going to do? Your mother was a very strong influence in your life. Your dad was either distant or absent or more like in the background somewhat. But anyway, that does have a little bit to do with how you relate to love because technically... We, we view relationships through the lens of our parents, believe it or not, even though we try very hard to change how we see things. And we always tell ourselves we're going to be different. Subconsciously, we take on that same sort of uh, vibe or frequency. We draw that same person into our lives. Now, you both seem to want the same things in life. You and this gentleman, um, I'm assuming it's a gentleman, but I do see you as going like he's intense. He has a lot of intensity. He's a nice Nice guy. I can't say he's not, but I just feel like you guys are like, you don't relate to each other at all. It's like you both have similar likes and dislikes. When it's good, it's good. When it's lousy, it is triple lousy. And you don't think the way a woman does. I mean, from the time you were little, not that that's bad or good. It's just, it's just, you don't have that. You're not a, you're not a fluff chick. I don't know what else to say. You're, you're all, you've always been sort of like in control, a little more dominant, sort of like an alpha to some degree. So, and you can be argumentative you should go into law because you definitely like to debate so i so i i I just see him nice he's more like the engineering manager type and um he's a nice guy i just see you guys as struggling with your ability to express you should have been friends as opposed to lovers bottom line because you guys are like really different in how you relate to each other does any of this make sense complete sense yes were you together in 2018 Yes. That was crazy. I'm surprised you didn't break up then. I mean, so how long have you been together? <laughs> what? Let's say it again. Uh, we've been together for 15 years. Well, what happened in 2012 through 2014? Did you almost break up at that point? That was seven years ago, seven, eight. 
yeah, it's it's been pretty. This it's is like crazy. We have a good year, and then we have like bad three. Oh, I know. I saw that. It was like crazy. I was looking at this, going, "You guys should have broken up seven, eight years ago." It was crazy. I mean, it's not that you can't make it work. You both are coming from a place of woundedness, and you're both coming from a place of wanting to work with each other. You love each other enough to make it work all these years. I mean, if you had talked to me ten years ago, I said, "Ah, oh, it's not going to make it through the year," but you did. So there's something here that you both are still trying to work with and cling to. You guys, I feel you love each other. But love isn't always enough. Tina Turner, one of my idols, always said, I love her. She always said, what's love got to do with it? Love has nothing to do with it. Seriously. Because she, she, that was about Ike, her and Ike. What's love got to do with it? Love has nothing to do with it. You have to look at the psychology of the relationship. Is this enhancing your life or is it making you spin out of control? Question yourself. Come and see me at the office. You need help. Thank you. Good luck. Good luck with everything. Good luck. Yes, Janet. So you must understand the touch of your hand makes my pulse. React. I love her. She's one of my favorite people. What do you What do you do when you've got that that physical connection where the the bed stuff is so good, but you can't get along otherwise? What do you suggest? Well, a lot of people do that. Why do you think they stay in relationships? Because the chemistry is good. I hear it every day in my office. Well, we we have such great sex, but out of bed, what do you do? I mean, you don't talk to each other. You don't. I mean, sex isn't everything. I mean, it just isn't. You can't it take isn't. a Tempur-Pedic on Secor. Well, huh? That's right. You can't take a Tempur-Pedic on Secor. Say it again, honey. You can't take a Tempur-Pedic on Secor. There you go. That's what, that's that's Tina <laughs> Tina Turner twenty twenty. My ear itches. Eight twenty one. If you'd like to get in and get a free reading from Janet, Love she her. is two for two with a couple of grand slams to help out those ladies. Four one nine two four zero one zero five five. Means they might live next to you. Yep. Eric Chase in the morning reboot on Q105. Back to the phones with our friend Janet Amid, 419-240-1055. Bethany, maybe we could have Janet at the TSA draft lottery and oh she can God. predict okay. which kids she believes will get into TSA. Okay. Do you know you get into TSA? Um, sure. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you say. You gotta you gotta sign up and then you're in a lottery and then it's a, a blind random draw. So what what happens with this draw? I just I'm curious what it is. They get picked and some kids are heartbroken. Oh. Other ones yeah. make it and go all the way off into becoming Aww. famous TSA graduates. Oh. But a lot don't it's make hard. it. But it sounds like it's a nice it's a nice thing to have. It sounds like it's really a good I wanna do it on the radio. It's it's the fairest way and it's we have to do it by law, so Oh. Laws, laws, schmoss. All right, Floyd, who do you want to hit first? Jenna has my paper. I don't know who's first. Uh, like, don't oh, it's Jelly. J-E-L-L-Y. Is that you? Floydy Lou. Hello. Hi, is this Jelly? Hello. See, they listen to my Shelly. voice. Shelly. Shelly. Oh, that's Shelly. Shelly. Wait, Shelly. Oh, my bad. He was shaking it over here, thinking your name was Jelly. He was getting, he was standing oh, up, and he was shaking. Shelly, I was so excited. Anyway, <laughs> Shelly, what is your question for Janet on Q105? You have to quit smoking. Do you smoke? Yes. You have to quit smoking. Seriously, okay. you have to quit it. No, it's not that I'm seeing anything scary. I, I'm just saying I could tell from your laugh that you're a smoker. You have to quit smoking. That's not anything you're psychic. Not her doctor. Well, she needs to quit smoking. I mean, I I know what it's like when you get addicted to something. I like I like chocolate. Oh my god. Anyway, so like what men. is your? <laughs> you're high today. I am not high. I'm excited because we have a guest here. Yes, we do. So behave. All right. Help Shelly out. Shelly, your question is about career. 
Yes. You're in this transitional place of your life right now. You have been for about two years. And you're really going to, you're like, whatever you started, I know this is a long time ago, but whatever you started like 22, 23 years ago, which would have been in like 96 and 97, you're revamping it right now. So you're really questioning if this is where you want to be with your life. You're a Scorpio. Scorpios are good signs. And you have a soft heart. You're very emotional. Um, you are someone who's methodical and very deep detailed you struggle with anxiety a lot though you'd be very good in teaching you're very good at directing others i feel like you have some really good energy there i would have thought you would have been good in um, psychology counseling healthcare, things like that because you have that sort of healthcare aspect going on um but your planets fall into your money house, which also means security and stability and things like that. So I feel mm-hmm. like you're reexamining your career goals. And like I said, I always say, I, my dad taught me astrology and he always said, in order to understand life, you have to go backwards. So when I went backwards into your past, I saw the last time you had gone through a big shift would have been 10 years ago, but you're in another one right now. But, but I went further back earlier when I said that. But I feel like this is a good year for you to get on, get on track with yourself. Now, I will say 2021 is your biggest year for change. 2020 is better than 2019 was, okay? 2019 was crazy. There was a lot of stress with relationships, a lot of stuff going on. And you have to watch how you are with money, too. That's another thing. And you get a little obsessive, so you need to work on not being so obsessive. And you're somewhat of a perfectionist, too, at the same time. Right. Okay. Does that make sense to you? What do you do, by the way? Because you are very good in teaching, management, healthcare. You're really good at all those things. What do you do? I actually work for the post office. Mm. Do you like that? Um, See, I do. It doesn't but... seem like it fulfills you, though, because you really have other things you could have been doing, which I think what you're doing yeah. is honorable, but I can see you doing more down the road. It's like you're getting that itchy, I need to do something else. But you're at that age where you're not retiring, but you're beginning to question whatever you began. I bet you began that like in your 20s or th- early 30s, because that was when everything started shifting. Um, no, actually, I started in 2015. Mm. Oh, well, um, October 2012 through December 2014 was another shift. But it, but either way, I see you making some changes with it. That could be happening this year. So I wish you luck with that. Okay. Thanks, Shelly. Right. Thank you. Uh, line three, thanks for holding on. This is Jerrica. I got this name right. Hi, Jerrica. That's good a morning. Nice name. Hi. Hi, good Th- morning. Thanks for holding on. Thanks for calling us on Q105. What's your question for Janet? A career. Oh, everybody's asking about career right now. It's January. I know. Everybody's worried about money, security. Well, you heard me talk about the Saturn return. It happens between 27 to 30 years of age. You're in that cycle right now. So about two years ago it began. And you get bored easily. That's the problem that you might have sometimes. You get very bored. Um, You always feel like you have to be doing something different. Once you you learn the job that you're doing, you sort of like want to go into a different direction because it seems seems like you just you you once i i've accomplished this i'm on to the next project that kind of thing mm-hmm. so i do yeah. know that and you learn by experience you're a very hands-on girl so i can mm-hmm. see that with you 
I like your chart. I think you have, I don't know your exact time of birth to see things more clearly, but I do know that um, you don't let go of things. You hang on to things for a long time until you get it right. Uh, you have to work mm-hmm. on your judgment calls. Um, you definitely have a sort of teaching, counseling aspect to your chart that shows that you'd be good at those things because you're always giving advice to friends and people you're close to, always. So I see that. So I, I definitely see some big girl stuff going on. The last time you went through this was in 2009, 2010. 2011 you're back into now it's the big girl thing so I'm you know you're pushing forward to kind of really work on whatever it is you need to work on and get yourself more situated this is a good year for that so I definitely see that happening last year was really the beginning of that this is a good cycle but you need to watch you know that you don't get too bored where you kind of like are way ahead of yourself too and that's what I'm seeing here sometimes you start to learn something and then you jump into the next project you know just try to stick with something and be be more consistent with that that would be something Mm -hmm. I, I would suggest you do definitely but you're very independent when it comes to love relationships money work all of those things definitely your own boss yeah, that it, definitely makes sense. Yeah. I wish you luck. Thank you. Thanks, Bye-bye. Jerica. 834 on the morning reboot. I, I can't stick with anything. I have a question. You do. When Saturn returns, where did it go? Well, it transits every 27 to 30 years. Okay. And it, it takes two and a half years to go to three years to go through each sign. We'll so each sign is from the oh. rest off the air, okay? Okay. With the shape of you. 8.41 on the morning reboot, Q105. Can we finish up briefly like where Saturn went and why it's back? And then we'll we'll take a break and we'll get the signs. The last time Saturn was in this sign mm-hmm. was in 88 through 91. Okay. So it takes 27 to 30 years to go through each sign. That's why it happens when at, the, at every 27 to 30 years. So people born in 88 are now going through 90 one-ish, 90, 91, they're going through their first Saturn return. People born in like, uh, I don't know, like 50, 70, 60 years of age are going through their second ones. And that those are people like, I think, are 1959, 60, The 89 50. people and the 90 people are all freaked out right now. Because they're in their Saturn return. Well, it's, they're going to turn 30 and they think that's the end of their lives. Well, Saturn represents structure and stability. <laughs> and if you're born under cancer and you're in that age group, you're struggling a little bit because it's opposite of your sun sign. If you're born under Aries, also Libra, these are signs that are afflicted by this because Saturn, Capricorn, and Aries, Libra, and Cancer are kind of opposite square. So it depends on your sun sign. If you're born under Capricorn and you're going through a Saturn return, you're going through more of a reevaluation with your, your energies. But remember, it's not just sun sign. You have to look at the whole picture. But certain signs are affected. I'm hearing this from people born in like 89, yeah, 90, 91-ish. They're, they're going through a lot. They're going, what's going on? with me well you know i know you go to tina turner for your your wisdom um love her i i like to think that 30 30 is the new 40 so if you're 89 90 sorry uh 843 signs are on the way next on the morning reboot 854 final couple minutes of the show here on q105 the morning Uh. reboot eric and floyd celebrating his day and uh our friend janet is here And our good friend Bethany from TSA is here now. Um, Janet has developed the signs, but Bethany will be sharing them. She's going to read them for me. And Jan Jan's going to be singing them. And you're going to be singing with me. 
Yes, you are. <laughs> I can't do this alone. All right, whenever you guys are ready. Let's go with Aries. <laughs> Look to this new moon to be one of fun and frolic as you resonate with friends and family. Also, hopes, dreams, and wishes come your way. Good period to set goals and manifest. She's a good reader. She like is. That. Better than I am. Taurus. This week's <laughs> upcoming new moon hovering over the zenith part of your chart signals a time for work, gain, and opportunity. A good period to just fresh uh, with a new job, a new adventure, or an idea to set in motion. I told you I don't write well. Gemini. Gemini. Oh, he's back. So angelic. Your goals this week may be to provide a facelift to your everyday situation. It's time for you to step out of your box and expand your horizons. Your philosophy of life takes a turn for the week, for the better this week, though it's also ideal for you to have a plan. Cancer. Cancer. I don't know the order. Cancer. (laughs) You may find that this is your week for gain through speculation. Chance taking, though not part of your personality, may bring about unexpected results. You are on a lucky streak this week. Use it. Leo. Leo. This weekend's new moon highlights partnerships. A good period for basking in the light of all that you have. Also, a good strong sign to, or a good strong period to sign agreements or work out a business venture. Though timing is on of the essence, as Mercury moving retrograde next month could be a hindrance. Virgo. Time to really buckle down. <laughs> You're having too much fun. Time to really buckle down with health matters. Time to get in sync with yourself as you find you see your personal habits getting better. A great week to focus on health, taking care of yourself, work challenges, cease as you gain momentum. Libra. Time to love to show itself as the new moon enters your love house. New and existing, uh, take on a new perspective. A good week to seek out or just nurture. Also a very strong cycle for taking chances. Scorpio. That's me. The new moon in your area of home. Time to put your energies into home and family. Ooh. Good time to clean house, purge, get rid of things and uh, that have weighted you down. Also putting your house on the market, purchasing a home. Set things in motion before February 16th or March 10th. Mm, Capricorn. Sag, honey. Sagittarius. Oh, did I miss what it? What the heck? That's my sign. Oh, Sag. That's a fire sign. Sagittarius. Let's sing it. Sagittarius. Sagittarius. <laughs> you may suddenly find yourself overwhelmed by family pressures as the new moon accepts uh, your everyday interactions. Unexpected surprises and stress add to your already crazy life. This can be your week to take care of things that need resolution. Accept your responsibilities and move forward. Your communication house enhances your every thought and action. A lot of gerbil gym, gymnastics this week for Sages. And that was a Capricorn? Capricorn. Capricorn. As always, be watchful of money as your fear of losing what you have takes control. However, the new moon in sight, you may find that your money house may get a nice surprise this weekend. You may be in for a huge surprise. Mm. It's going to be a good week for Caps. Oh. Aquarius. The new moon in your own sign highlights you in your every move. This can be a very favorable time for you to start fresh and getting to where you need to be emotionally. The stars are in your favor. Align in sight. You got to say it right. 
Passes. It's Pathy. I don't have a tongue. Passes. Time to let go of the past. Create new memories as the new moon highlights your every thought. Take out the old and bring in the new. Also, creating resolution is essential during this week. Yay! If anyone would like to get a hold of me at the office, the number is 419-882-5510, 419-882-5510, Janet Amid at AOL.com. And don't forget, March 29, we have a psychic event at the Mommy Pinnacle. Mark it down. It's going to be all these psychics and healers and clairvoyants, and I'm going to have Lebanese food there, too. Mm. Can you train Bethany to be a, a... Can she be the next you? You need a... a uh, apprentice. An apprentice. Yeah. will never be any, another me. Nope. It's not going to happen. I don't want that pressure. No, it's nope. a lot of pressure. Trust me. Took a long time to learn what it, but but there are some good people out there for Do sure. Do you want to tell us if anybody won any certain paper awards? I don't know. We we have to, we have the what oh. is it? Upcoming best of this year. Those of us that still have jobs. Oh you no. You should win cuz you're so good. If no one voted for you then I'm really ticked. At least one person did. Yeah, I did. I, I voted did. for him. Okay, three. Thank, Thank you. you. You've been lovely. My buddy. Bethany, it was good to see you two days in a row. <laughs> Bethany. Oh, she's so sweet. I love her. <laughs> she is great. Was it good to see me? That's Honey, we just love you. Yeah. Floydy Lou. Thank you, Janie Jan. You and I were two sides we of the same gay coin. We're a good little team. Hopefully it's the shiny side. Can you give us some more <laughs> Tina Turner uh, uh, wisdom before we wrap up? What's love got to do with it? We need more, like more wisdom. She's a she's really big into Buddha and spirituality mm-hmm. and stuff. Namya Harenge Kyo. Oh yeah, she's so cool. I also, Tina Turner taught me. She's a Sagittarius, and she looks like she's like in her thirties, late thirties, early forties. She takes care of herself. She's a wonderful woman. Can't come back after that. That's some Tina Turnerpedia. You, you were lifting up your shoulders, doing a little thing there. If you were off <laughs> schedule <laughs> today, we've got the podcast almost ready for you. Text Eric to four one nine two four zero one zero five five. Q105 Studios, sponsored by Nationwide Auto Finance.